And welcome to the PBO Podcast Quick Take, where I share just a couple of stories and move on. I've been sitting on these for a couple of days and wanted to share. First story comes from the New York Post and deals with something I've been talking about uh, over a few months now, and that's the social score that the communist Chinese use on their citizens. This piece, it's from Senator Josh Hawley out of the New York Post, and the title is, It's Time to Stand Up Against the Muzzling of America. Uh, Here's what he writes. Have you checked your social credit score lately? You might want to. Uh, Mine seems to have taken a nosedive this month. That's Josh Hawley speaking. Uh, You might want to see how yours is doing. Everyone knows what a credit score is, but social credit scores are new. They're the latest corporate import from communist China where governments and big business monitor every citizen's social views and statements. That sound familiar? Sounds like it's happening here in America? Absolutely it does. And Josh goes on, and they're the latest form of cancel culture in this country as corporate America monopolies and the left team up to shut down speech they don't like and force their political agenda on America. For those who still believe in free speech, and the First Amendment, this is the time to take, take a stand. Uh, Senator Hawley has a book coming out called The Muzzling of America. And as you are most likely aware, if you're a regular listener to this show, because you're tuned into politics, uh, Senator Hawley was one of the few senators that fought against or stood up against the Electoral College in his uh, 2020 election. And he's been vilified. Uh, several of his colleagues on um, on the in both houses, I should say, have uh, called for his resignation. They want him to resign because what Senator Hawley did, they say, was uh, sedition, insurrection. Well, it wasn't. Actually, what Senator Hawley was doing was he was doing his job. He was listening to his constituents, and he was following the law. I know the left is having such a hard time with that, but what happened on January 6th actually was the law. He had every right to challenge the electoral process. Him and Senator Cruz were following what is known as the Electoral Act of 18. 1887, as well as the Constitution of the United States of America. He did nothing illegal. He did nothing that would call for his colleagues on both houses of Congress to call for his resignation. You see, what is happening right now in America is the left, which is also the media, and big tech have joined forces to silence our voices. Uh, Big tech has social scores already. If you are a business person and you have a website and uh, on your personal website or social media sites, you are a Trump supporter or a supporter of free causes or the Constitution or are conservative, well, you're assigned a score. This is written in a book called Hashtag Deleted, that big tech assigns you a score and it'll assign your business a score. So it doesn't matter uh, what your business product sells. It doesn't matter. What matters is your social score drops you in the rankings, the internet rankings. So you will not be visible to more people. You'll be visible to a smaller group, maybe those who just follow you on your social media platforms, but you won't be visible to large groups. You'll find it very hard to break out no matter how good or bad your content is, no matter what the message is, you'll be suppressed happening to this channel. In fact, Twitter 
is suppressing the PBL podcast. So most of the people that I interact with are people that I find, people that are in uh, like circles, and I actually follow them for them to follow me. My tweets are shadow banned, as well as my YouTube account. It's happening to a lot of us, not just those of us who attempt to be in the media. And yes, this is an attempt to be in the media, to have a voice, but they don't want you to have that. Mike Lindell, most people are familiar with him, the My Pillow Guy. By the way, this is not an advertisement. I do have two My Pillows and absolutely love them. It is the best pillow I've ever had. And I'm a very hard person to shop for when it comes to pillows. But anyway, Mike Lindell was on Rush Limbaugh's show the other day. And this is what he had to say. I don't have the clip. I'm going to paraphrase it. It's basically he says that he, uh, his identity was stolen from Twitter. Let me explain. He was suspended on Twitter. Now, what Twitter often does, it will suspend you for 12 to 48 hours if you do something, if you tweet a certain story or whatever it is. I remember one time I was suspended for 24 hours hours, actually 48 hours because I tweeted a story from a publication. I didn't comment on it. I just tweeted the story and that was an automatic trigger. I was suspended for 12 hours one time for um, calling out Jake Tapper before I could even hit the send button. In fact, right when I hit the send button, boom, I got suspended. So they have their algorithms all written to protect certain media types in the media, as well as what media outlets are going to get you banned, suspended, whatnot. So Mike Lindell was banned, suspended from Twitter for 48 hours, and he couldn't do anything with his account. So his friends were saying, Mike, what are you doing with all these retweets, all this stuff you're retweeting out? It's not like you. And he's like, what are you talking about? I haven't retweeted anything. I'm suspended. I can't access my account. And his friends showed him that they were going into his account. It was still accessible to you and I. And Twitter or some apparatus of was retweeting out stories that weren't from Mike Lindell. This, ladies and gentlemen, is what big tech and big media and the left are doing. Not only are they suppressing our voices but they're stealing them. So Mike Lindell was tweeting out stuff. Now, I can't access his account. He's been permanently suspended from Twitter now, so I can't ask, access his account to find out what these retweets were. They're gone. You can't access it. He can't access it. Only the Twitter gods are available to get inside of his account and find out what they were, and you know they're not going to do that. So it's hard to verify what Mike Lindell was saying, but he said it on the largest radio platform in the world. So if they're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, what else are they doing? How can we possibly believe that the left wouldn't take other measures to obtain power at all costs? This is what we're up against. How do you fight back? Well, there are a lot of emerging platforms out there, and I suggest and encourage a lot of you to go to those platforms. You can find me on several of them. Uh, Telegram is one of them. Parler says they will be back. That was one of them. MeWe is one of them. Um, what is that other one? Gab is one of them. And Gab is probably the fastest growing right now. A lot of people are switching over to Gab from Twitter. And they're very slow because of it. You can find us, me, at the PBL Podcast. That's my handle on all of those. And you can find us on Rumble as well at the PBL Podcast. The the way that we can fight back 
is stop using their services. And I know it's hard. I'm still using Twitter. I want, I'm going to use it until they ban me or until I finally just had enough of the hypocrisy in that moment is getting closer and closer. But here's what's happening as they lose users and they right now I estimate that Twitter has probably lost about 30%, maybe 40%. And when I say loss, there are several people that, uh, close their accounts like Rush Limbaugh. And there were more people that were just suspended outright, banned outright. What, I, I mentioned this before in the show, what, if you had a business of your own, would you give away, would you send 30 to 40% of your business to your competitor? Because that's what Twitter's doing. When their SEC filings comes out for first quarter results, what's going to happen to them? Right now their stock is doing okay. That's a damn shame. It should be crashing. Quick take number two today. The NFL is in the news, and uh, Breitbart has this piece. Several, here's the headline, several Super Bowl advertisers bow out over fear of offending viewers. From the piece, first paragraph says it all. A growing number of big-name advertisers, including Coke and Hyundai, are skipping the Super Bowl this year for fear of not striking the right tone amid America's contentious political landscape. So Coca-Cola is not advertising during the Super Bowl because they're afraid their social justice message will upset half the nation. Think about that. Now, is that really the story? I think it's part of the story. The other part of the story is NFL embraced the social justice crowd, and they're losing 30, 40, maybe 50% of their ratings. These advertisers know that the viewership for the Super Bowl will be lower than it was last year. Now, it'll still be huge. By any regular standard, it'll be a huge audience. It won't be a huge audience by Super Bowl standards. It will be lower than last year and most likely the year before that. Are you going to watch? I will not be watching it, but I'm not a sports fan. So for me, that doesn't hold a lot of weight. But how many sports fans have turned off the NFL? Well, 30 to 40%, judging by the current ratings. But let's get back to the Coca-Colas of the world, stating, again, a growing number of big-name advertisers, including Coke and Hyundai, are skipping the Super Bowl this year for fear of not striking the right tone amid America's contentious political landscape. I have some advice for these advertisers, and I'm giving it to them for free, because that's just the kind of guy I am. How about, instead of advertising social justice messages trying to wrap your product around these social justice messages. How about you just tell us why we should drink or use your product? I know, I know, I know. It's far-fetched and it's radical. It's a radical idea in the world of marketing by telling me, the user, why it would be a good thing that I would actually purchase your products. Hey, thanks for listening to this quick take of the PBL podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. As always, we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. You can find us on our social media platforms at the PBL Podcast. Dot com. Uh, again, I am still active on Twitter, although it's wearing thin. I do a little bit on Gab. I'm starting to post a lot of stories on Telegram. Check me out at Telegram. Download the app. Follow us there. It is the PBL Podcast, where I'm posting a lot of the stories that I talk about here on the show on Telegram. It'll be, kind of be my default show notes, if you will. We do have a Facebook page. If you want to interact with us there, we'd be more than happy to 
but all we do is post stories there. Here at the PBL Podcast, we're kind of getting tired of all of this, you know, suppressed speech as well. Again, thanks for listening to this quick take of the PBL Podcast.